Hey y'all, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell, and I'm here with the co-host, Cagney Larkin. How's it going, Ryan? Cagney, I'm doing all right. I got having issues with my headphones again, but we'll just keep on moving along. I think you need along. to get a new pair of those, man. Yeah, really help if, there's uh, a little short. We got some people to subscribe to our weekly Patreon <laughs> subscription. It's monthly. Monthly, but you yeah. get weekly episodes. You do. You get weekly. So monthly subscription early for access. weekly content. That, what is this even a sweeter deal, man? You get early access to these episodes that come out to the public. They're ad-free. And they what you'll really Patreon. be doing is helping your boy Ryan get some quality headphones. Yes. So he can monitor himself properly during the recording sessions. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you might even help us get a second set of headphones so Cagney oh, can hear himself snap, also. snap, man. Moving up uh, in the big game. I, I did have to spring for a new mic stand and mic holder for Cagney, <laughs> finally, because he was using a really broken yeah. uh, mic that I had, mic stand. Philly like the Jefferson's uh, over here. I stuck him with the broken one because, you know, he's the co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, before we get into this episode, I do want to say that uh, the 60-second horror challenge event itself has been canceled, but they are going to still do the film festival online. I believe they're going to still do it on the same date. Which so is technically, be, it's not canceled, yeah. but it's physically canceled. It's physically canceled, but, but it's still virtually going on. on. It is going to be moved to the virtual format. All the information will be on their Instagram uh at 60 second horror so go on over there and give them a follow it should be on the same date october 17th but they might have changed that as well there was no information about that when i checked um so yeah if you already bought a ticket they're contacting everybody and letting them know about refunds and whatnot so uh yeah so officially everything that was gonna happen in 2020 for the carolinas is not happening right so we don't have anything going on here, but they, nope. Days of the Dead is still running cons. Well, there are some things happening elsewhere in parts <laughs> got, of the world, but we are shut down in the They southeast. got a big show, I think, in uh, either Indiana or Las Vegas oh, the weekend of Halloween. Well, apparently Smash Mouth huge. just had a huge show yeah. during the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, Tech 9 is touring, I think, right now. The, what theaters? I don't know. How? I don't know, but he's doing some kind of shows or tours or something. Okay. I don't, I don't have a clue. <laughs> I mean, if Kid Rock decides that he's going to cancel his show for safety Kid reasons. Kid Rock's bar got shut down. You know what I mean? He, well, he, I think he did that because his bar in Nashville got shut down during this oh. pandemic for staying open and serving alcohol well, during the initial shutdown. Yeah. Well, you know. Look at Kid Rock. You got to follow the rules sometimes. <laughs> he's got, no, not the American badass, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, with that being said. We do have a new th- another Throwback Thursday episode coming out. It'll be coming out uh, if you're listening to this on the public feed, which hopefully you're listening on Patreon and getting it early. Yeah. It'll be coming out this coming Thursday. It's $3 a month. Um, which is, what day is, what, what is the date for Thursday? Uh, the 13th. So it'll be coming out Thursday the 13th. Great number. If you're listening on Monday, it'll be coming out in a couple days. If you're listening on Friday, it came out yesterday. So... Uh, thank y'all for being listeners, first and foremost. And if you're on Patreon, thank you for being a Patreon supporter. Uh, so yeah, with all that said and done, 
Cagney, what you been watching? Oh, you beat me to it, right? <laughs> uh, this week uh, was super busy. I made a new short film myself called Welcome to Hell, a short film with puppets. So a lot of my nights this week were dedicated to filming that and working on it and uh, just grueling and slaving and dripping sweat and wearing a green screen suit and shoving my hand up puppet asses all weekend. So that was fun. You can check that out on YouTube and Facebook. Um, I did get to watch one new movie this week, and it was actually by chance that we got to sit down together and watch it. Yeah. Uh, It's an HBO Max original starring Seth Rogen two times over, and it's called An American Pickle. And I'll tell you, I had a great time with this movie. It uh, really showcased the dynamic range and acting ability of Seth Rogen and just showed another side of him that we're not used to. The humor in the film was super wholehearted, feel good, uh, no raunchy, crass humor at all. You yeah. As uh, a PG-13 rating, you can watch it with your family and all, everybody share a good laugh mm-hmm. in the film. Uh, it's super quotable. There's some great scenes in it. And uh, it says a lot about modern day society in there, man. There's a lot about the uh, the hipster culture and the social media culture and just a lot of things that it had to say about uh, current events. So I highly yeah. recommend an American Pickle with Seth Rogen for a different side of the man with the annoying laugh. For sure. I would definitely second checking that one out. Um, like you said, we watched it together, so it's it's on my What You Watching list also. Um, and he has a great Polish accent in the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's so, so, well. so good. Uh, this movie, like you said, it's a very grown-up humor without being like uh, raunchy or yeah, yeah. Uh, like so stonery. Pretty humor. sophisticated, man. Yeah, it's very mature, very grown-up, um, <clears throat> and it's a very well put together little piece because, yeah. like, they had to what, what they had to do is they shot all of the scenes with Seth Rogen as. What's the? Uh, it was his great grandfather. His great grandfather yeah. as the great grandfather's character first, and then go back after he shaves his full beard because he would not wear a fake beard. He would only yeah. wear a real one. He refused to wear a fake beard, <laughs> and uh, they had to go back and shoot all the scenes again with him with no beard. That's good so, method acting, man. He pulled it off. Yeah. He did a great job. And I mean, good on him because fake beards never look right. right. They so, never look good. So I highly recommend that. And then. Uh, while I was rendering and editing my short film, I d- was watching uh, a little bit of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, nice. Classic throwback. Uh, I have it all on DVD, and I popped it in because just recently this week, a little bit of movie news for you. Ren and Stimpy got picked up by Comedy Central to go alongside the new Beavis and Butthead reboot and the Darius spinoff. Have you seen the uh, character designs for the new Ren and Stimpy? No, I haven't. I don't know if it's the real, if it's like the legit. Um, I would take everything with a grain of salt right now. Yeah, like I don't feel like it is the legit thing, but yeah. it's it's very Nickelodeon. It's got that whole uh, not old school Nickelodeon, yeah. either, like new Nickelodeon. It's uh, got that updated modern look to it. I mean, but either way, it's going to be <clears throat> Comedy Central, so definitely it's going to be aimed for a mature audience, but yeah. hopefully not uh, so on the nose as the Spike TV reboot that John yeah. Kay did. And then also, I hope John Kay doesn't have anything to do with it because that man is also a pedophile. Mm. So uh, not um, not that this makes it any better, but he was not like a baby pedophile. He was with teen girls, but he abused his yeah. powers. So Either way, him, get him the fuck out. Don't yeah. let him do anything with it. 
but yeah, so hopefully Comedy Central has some good writers, some good staff, and pulls that off, man. And it makes yeah, it awesome. I hope so, man. But uh, uh, Ryan, what did you watch this week, my friend? Okay, so like I said, I did watch American Pickle with you. Yeah. At American Pickle, so I gave that one a four out of five. We already talked about it, so we're not going to uh, spend any more time on that one. Uh, I didn't really watch a lot this week. Um, the pick of the week I have this week is Stand By Me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you want to see a dead body? Yeah, it's it's a great coming of age summer movie. It's a great know? pie eating movie. If you ever want to sure. like, eat yeah. pie, put on Stand By Me. Yeah, <laughs> especially blueberry pie. Yes, yeah. Anything, so, I mean, blueberry to get that that cinematic you know, <laughs> yeah. touch, but any type of pie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm sure and most also it helps of you to have a dead body. I'm sure most of you have already seen Stand By Me. I had already seen it. It was like a, a thousand time rewatch for me. That's like the one Stephen King movie everybody has Yeah, seen. I mean, it's a, and Ron Reiner directing it, so yeah, yeah. so it's like kind of ingrained in American culture mm-hmm. at this point. Oh, and like syndicated uh, on American television for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So I don't really need to explain what Stand By Me is, but it's just a great coming of age story for the summer. Uh, it's, it's takes place near the end of summer because I think they go back to school like they the next will never week or be something. able to make uh, coming of age movies like that again. I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far. But. No, man, because just like watch, watch that, and then watch Good Boys. Yeah, that's not really a coming of age movie, though. I mean, that's a sex comedy disguised <laughs> as a coming of age movie. But it's it was a weak sex comedy. Yeah. That's off topic. Okay. So, uh, the only other thing I watched other than American Pickle this week was The Town. Wow. Uh, Sometimes, Ryan, you come through with these big yeah, I uh, mean, 10-inch lists. <laughs> and the next so, week, you're just like, nah, I'm taking a break. So, when I do What You Watchings, it's it's all movies I've watched for the first time, except yeah. for the pick of the week, right? So, this week, what I decided I wanted to do was just rewatch a whole bunch of shit. Right, right. And so, I don't have much to talk about on the What You Watching. But I did rewatch... Um, a couple movies I want to do an episode on later in the year, the Tales from the Crypt movies. Okay. I rewatched those and uh, Lords of Salem. So, but I watched The Town on Netflix. I like it's Lords a, of Salem. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner. Uh, it's about these people in uh, Charlestown, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Uh, easy for me to say. <laughs> Uh, they are like a gang of, uh, bank robbers, basically, you know, they hit armored cars and banks and such like that. Uh, pretty decent crime drama, not anything special, you know, uh, very Ben Affleck, good fake Boston accents. (laughs) This is generic blanket statement now. Good fake Boston accents. Um, that's about all I got to say about it, though. It was, it was okay, at best. Uh, I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. And I gave Stand By Me a 5 out of 5, in case I forgot to say it. Okay. So, yeah, and that's all I got from What You're Watching this week. Just a couple things. Yeah, I like Lords of Salem, man. It's one of the yeah, uh, I mean, better put-together Rob Zombie for films. For sure. There's I, one scene in it that gets me in particular where she's walking down the hallway, and it passes a room with the door open. Mm-hmm. And there's a witch standing in there, but yeah. we don't stop on it, we don't focus on it, we walk right past it, and you just see it. And you're like, oh, okay. My favorite thing about Rob Zombie is he doesn't cast like a whole cast of these young, beautiful actors. No, he just you know what I mean? Life. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he cast his wife a lot. Oh, you're talking about, are you talking about for the witches? But though? I'm talking like about for everybody, yeah, anybody yeah. in his movies. Like he, yeah, he, normal looking people. He casts Ken Foree a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he he gives a lot of old school horror people big uh, right. roles right. in Time his to movies. Shine. Like D. Wallace, so, yeah. you know, who's who's given D. Wallace big roles anymore? Right. Rob Zombie. That's it. That's the only person. Um, uh, well, the um. The guy who the guy who plays her best friend in the movie the uh, the blackheaded guy you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. he's also in uh, the three from hell now yeah that was okay I've sick that. sick movie <laughs> what um, made you want to watch Lords of Salem okay so the guy who directed American Pickle was the cinematographer for Lords of Salem huh yeah. well yeah it's actually it's like the best looking Rob Zombie yeah. movie too can be, that's why that's one of the reasons I was upset with Thirty One. Because when you watch it, it just does. It looks nowhere near as good as Lords of Salem did. Uh, speaking of people, uh, actors that don't really get much work outside of Rob Zombie movies, what about E.G. Daly in uh, Thirty One as Sex Head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Um, <clears throat> but we can, we could do a whole episode on Rob Zombie movies. Well, we've, we've went on some Rob yeah. Zombie uh, rants before. <laughs> it's a very divisive uh, subject. I, I really think that Lords of Salem is going to be one of those movies that. A lot of people, like, you hear a lot of people trash-talking it now, but in about 20 years, that next generation of horror fans are going to really appreciate it. Right. It's going to be like... If hysteria. they're able to find these fucking movies, man, because... Oh, they, sh- they, sh- they will, dude. This is one of the problems that we're facing now. If a movie isn't available on a streaming server somewhere, it's hard for somebody to get a copy of it unless they actively go onto mm-hmm. the internet and purchase a copy of the movie, you know? Yeah. And that takes effort. That takes money. Yeah. So there's a lot of movies that I thought I think are not going to get seen by people. Uh, did like hundred, two hundred years from now, you know, movies yeah. that would just be forgotten about that were that were great now, but won't Maybe. stand the test of time. You know? Hopefully not, though. I feel yeah. like I feel like Hopefully with not. with uh, Blu-ray boutique Blu-ray shit being the biggest, like uh, being a big thing amongst the horror community yeah. and cult movies just in general. I don't think that's going anywhere. I think it's sticking around. No, that will be there, but that's us. We know we're yeah. niche. I'm talking about just the general accessibility. But people, it. new people get into that every day, though. Mm. So it's like a it's like a popular thing almost yeah, I think now. The the zombie movies are streaming though. I think yeah, that's yeah. Available. Uh, Lord of Salem is on uh, Tubi, I think. Right? Yeah, Tubi. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, my advice: if you like a movie, buy it for sure, man. <laughs> Because you never know when something's going to be took off of all exactly, the sites. Exactly. And it'd just be, oh, how do I watch this movie now? Hey, I got a Blu-ray. Yeah. I got a VHS copy. I got a, a DVD. <clears throat> and I don't. I would not recommend buying digital only. That no. is the worst idea ever. Because, because at any that minute, cloud those, could disappear one day. Yeah, those host sites can go down. Yep. Uh, what was the site? Um, not Voodoo, but uh, Ultraviolent. Mm-hmm. It just went bankrupt, and everybody lost oh, all, all their, their digital copies. All their yeah. digital copies yeah. of movies. Uh-huh. Gone. Boom. So their UV codes. So, that is the importance of physical media. Keep it. Hold on to it. Treasure now it. Now, we're going to talk about some aliens. Cue the X-Files theme song. I want to believe. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth, Ryan. So, I guess I'll open up with this question. Aliens, yes or no, are they out there, Ryan? Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And that's why movies about aliens are able to instill primal fear in us, you know. 
Uh, it's something that's probably, like I said in the shark episodes, you know, the two things that are most unexplored in the world. Water, yeah. our, our oceans, and our solar system, our galaxy. Mm-hmm. So these are things that are unknown, and that off the gate scares the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. So let's think about the one thing that everybody thinks is out there, the aliens. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what your theory is, at the end of the day, it's an alien. Yeah, yeah that's an alien to us. It's not something that's here on Earth that we know of. <laughs> so, alien movies uh, outright, you've already got two points for your fucking scariness because people are going to relate to it. You know, they're scared of aliens. Yeah, yeah. And there's been, th- uh, just like shark movies, there are a ton of alien movies out there as well. For sure. The most popular, of course, is the one with the big name, Alien. Yeah, I mean, who decided that was just going to be the name of the movie? The movie Alien. You took that let's from just, everybody. Just, let's just be, <laughs> oh, we got a movie about an alien? Let's call it Alien. Alien. And then uh, it's high a high-concept film as well, so that's pretty cool. Arguably the best movie about aliens. Yeah, yeah, just like Jaws, the best movie about the shark. Yeah. Say Alien's the best movie about alien and space exploration. Well, not so much space exploration. I'd say that's interstellar. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So, alien movies, man. Scary as hell. They're able to get you. You know, we're scared of them. That's something mm-hmm. we constantly are yeah. concerned with. And off-gate, do you have any favorite movies about aliens that come to mind? Oh, man. Uh, Fire in the Sky. Okay. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, which is a completely different type yeah, of alien yeah. film as well. Where um, we're able to try to make peace. Yeah, they're more... Those are more stories about the humans dealing with mm-hmm. an alien possession or yeah. alien contact. Um, you you don't even see the aliens in either right, of them. Right. You see ships, but you never see an alien. Uh, I don't think, anyways. No, it's Fire been a while sky, since I've do. watched either of them. You so. do in Fire and Sky, yeah, because I've seen the scene um, with the abduction. And I mean, of course, Alien, Aliens, Predator. Mm-hmm. I mean, Predator's definitely an alien. Yeah, he's an alien for sure. Uh, the even the new Predator movie is really good. Right, but so. that's like, but not our. Uh, one of the movies we watched today, Dark Skies. Yeah. I think it's the most close to hitting the nail on the head for our typical gray alien yeah, invasion. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. that's our uh, most stereotypical thing about aliens, besides South Park. <laughs> Mars Attacks is a pretty <laughs> and, stereotypical Oh, my God. What a great movie, though. It's of, uh, fucking hilarious. And, yeah, so they look just like, you know, the aliens that you yeah, comically yeah, yeah. think they look like. So, yeah, like he was saying, we did watch Dark Skies today. Yeah. Uh, um, super cool fucking little movie, man. Is that man. the one you want to blast off with? Uh, yeah, we'll start yeah, with that one. Uh, Bloomhouse production came out in 2013. Fucking just a uh, – as uh, and I'm, I'm assuming it had a pretty low budget for a big movie like that. Uh, we're looking at, yeah, $3.5 million and we grossed 264 I mean, they they did the most, man, with what they got, with what they had. Yeah, really good. We've got Carrie Russell, J.K. Simmons, uh, Josh Hamilton, which is uh, Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die Looking Like. <laughs> and uh, I think, like I said, this movie portrays, as out of what I've seen, if you guys seen have seen a film that does it better, let us know on yeah. social media. But I think it portrays our most basic fear of typical aliens. But the concept of it was cool. This wasn't your typical alien invasion film. This yeah, wasn't no. everybody was... affected by alien invasion. It showed one family, how they were personally yeah. affected. They were targeted. They were targeted. It was a targeted yep. thing. 
uh, you normally when you see alien movies, it is like widespread, pretty much free yeah. for all. Everybody, everybody's dealing with it. Anything goes. Everybody's dealing with Fucking it. Cloverfield. This one know. was very targeted, and uh, you know, it it almost and it played on. Um, other human fears as well, mm-hmm. like uh, the child abuse subplot. Yeah. So what the aliens, uh, what they refer to in this film as the greys, <clears throat> which is a true-to-life term as well. That are what hardcore yeah. people call that type of alien, the greys. Uh, so this movie does feature some factual alien information as well. But uh, what starts out is it starts to uh, kind of divide this family and drive them apart. And you're know, driving the dad crazy because... Of all of the pressure, the there's some crazy events they're having to them. There's yeah. three flocks of birds that run into the entire house. The wife has a mental breakdown while she's on her job and starts slamming her head into a window glass pane, but then can't recall anything from it. The past uh, little bit was memory loss, and we find out these are all things that the aliens were doing to them. Yeah, to fuck with them, you know. Yeah, to drive them further apart and yeah, them. and and I I, I want to give um I want to give Blumhouse credit. Because a lot of their movies are, like, really deep allegories, mm-hmm. too. And I feel like this one is an allegory with for, for uh, the pressures of trying to keep up with the middle class uh, dynamic. You know yeah. what I mean? To keep that... Um, Picture-perfect that, image of your yeah, family. That, that yeah, that suburban family mm-hmm. idea together. Because uh, they're, they're having money issues, uh, and it's stressing everybody out. The kids are feeling the second-hand stress. Yep. Um, you know... Uh, the the wife having the breakdown at work, it's something that people have. Like the smallest child's covered in bruises from the aliens. Yeah, and the yeah. people at the pool think it's child abuse. Yep, you know? yep. So the family gets targeted and made made out to look like they're absolutely losing it, insane. But it's just aliens that have actually spoiler alert been targeting the youngest child or the oldest child. Yeah. excuse me, his entire life, ever since he was a small kid. Forever. And uh, we find this all out from our know-it-all Mr. Character that comes in in our third act, J.K. Simmons, the alien expert. He wanted pictures of aliens. Which is another thing I want to give Blumhouse credit for. They have a a casting thing that they do. Yeah. They have the recognizable face, Carrie Russell. Mm -hmm. They have the uh, older character actor, J.K. Simmons, uh, which... If you watch, if you go back even as far as Insidious, like an early like Blumhouse picture hit, they got recognizable face Patrick Wilson, Lynn Shea. Lynn Shea's their older character actor, and I mean it, it works for them. They do it all the time, man. You you look at the just the lineage of Blumhouse movies, and they got it going right. And those um, are usually the Blumhouse pictures that work. Yeah, and even Jordan Peele's Get Out, they got the the. Uh, recognizable face the guy from black panther yeah and then they got uh um, marnie from well, girls is the is that is that who you would say is the recognizable face uh no i'd say it's the dad right the dad yeah from cabin in the woods yeah the dad um yeah but yeah i, re- I recognize marnie from girls yeah because I, I, well, <laughs> I, I used to watch i don't know girls. that show so uh yeah that's why whenever star wars came out and adam yeah. driver got announced for kyle Ren, i was like I've seen that dude's dick like 20 times girls. <laughs> I'm not about to go watch this new Star Wars movie. <laughs> so, yeah, man, Dark Skies was just, uh, it was, in- it was very tense. Yes. It's like a hard, it's actual, like, yeah. scary movie. Super, it's, 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 a lot of alien movies are, though. Yeah, like, and if you have just, a fear of aliens, like, yeah. if that's one of your things, like, I'm afraid of spiders, but if you're afraid of aliens, this movie will fuck you up. 
for sure. Yeah, it will give you yeah. some scary thoughts and make um, you question your entire life. I want to say this is probably the scariest alien movie I've watched since the yeah. fourth kind. And speaking of scary alien shit, uh, today we watched this movie second, and I pulled up Netflix. We knew we were going to watch Dark Skies. And lo and behold, this movie is at the very top of Netflix with the big picture saying, click here, watch this movie yeah. right now. Thanks, Zuckerberg. Uh, <laughs> Zuckerberg, does he have Netflix too? And I don't give a fuck. Everything that happens on the internet <laughs> is his fault. Well, I was thinking it was the aliens, but everybody thinks I mean, like Zuckerberg's an alien it too. It could be so. Al Gore's fault too, though. Al Gore? He invented the internet, so. Did he? Yeah, basically, as I- it exists today. Not like the entire internet thing but he he invented what is exists as the internet is today huh yeah i mean sh- the world wide web existed before right. al we gore might, we're going to get some fact checks on that but he, yeah he he invented like what the template is for internet today okay yeah i'm not going to comment cuz i don't know anything about that well he yeah, is true but i know i do know he made a movie and we should watch that sometime al gore made a movie inconvenient truth okay about global warming nice I don't really want to watch that, though. It's from, like, 2006, 2008. It's a documentary? Yeah, it was, it's, like, about global warming, about the ozone layer, getting depleted and shit. Yeah, I don't want to watch it either. Yeah, let's not watch it, then. (laughs) We'll skip that one. How about that? Yeah, but we'll talk about it like we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pretend like we watched it. We're smart. People will think we're smart, yeah. Yeah, we care about the environment. Uh. Spray Zacks all over the place. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to give Dark Skies a 4 out of 5. Nice. Yeah, I just thought it was fucking great. It scared, <laughs> it's really good. scared me. Had me sitting on the edge of my seat the yeah, whole time. It'll make you think about the next time your ears ring, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, one of the funniest parts of the movie is uh, the main character, the, one of the, the older child, is hanging out with a kid that's a few years older than him. And uh, their first yeah, scene together, they're watching. Kid. Yeah. They're watching a porno, <laughs> and uh, it's real cheap, like Schoolgirls 3, and it's real cheesy. And then the kid's basically, a few scenes later, halfway through the movie, about to get his first kiss. And, <laughs> and he, like, literally recites a line from the porno and grabs her boob, like like exactly what happened in the porno. And she's like, what the fuck? Freaks out. The, the classic misguided so attempt. So funny. Right there. Thinking with your wiener, buddy. Oh. Uh. Not even thinking with your wiener, just thinking with, like, like, I don't know. Like, that's just a mon- that's the monkey see, monkey do shit. Yeah. Um, you know? It's so, really. they're trying to say something there, but it's funny. For sure. And then at the end of it, we get this, like, super surrealistic uh, ending where he goes, like, a different house almost. Or, yeah. And then uh, that's where the aliens kind of put him in this mm. mid mid-ground uh, trippy shit before they abducted him. We get a full-on yeah, abduction yeah. scene at the end. He's he's gone. And to round out the family making being uh, brought out to be crazy, it ends with us seeing a newspaper clip. Uh, well, one of these scenes before the ending with J.K. Simmons cutting it out and it says that the parents are getting blamed for the disappearance of their child. Of course. It's so, always the parents. That kind of sucks, man. Downer. It's just, the whole movie does not has a downer ending oh, for yeah. sure. It does not it leave is a, you it is a downer on a positive movie. note at all. Uh, are I, are there any Blue Mouse movies that end on a positive note though? Uh, I want to say Insidious. No, nah, she no. dies at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe part two. No. No. Three. No. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. I'm going to just keep listing off Insidious movies until one of them has a happy We're ending. We're already out of the Insidious yeah. movies. Because yeah. yeah, part four, it ends where the uh, first one picks up. So. Yeah. 
Uh, I can't think of a Blumhouse movie that does have a happy ending. Maybe, uh, no, Invisible Man kind of has a happy ending. Oh, but, like, it's a vindictive ending as well. Like, she's she yeah. looks like she's about to go out and we don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, I don't know what that is. She's about to be the Invisible Woman. I think she did it. I think she did the right thing. She did, but now she's about to be the Invisible <laughs> Woman and fuck some shit up. Um... So yeah, that's what we. That's Dark Skies. Dark Skies. That was great. Uh, the first movie we actually watched today, though, was a real crazy one. Mm-hmm. I, that I, Ryan had never seen before. You'd never yeah, seen any. I'd of never these. seen any of these. Any yeah, of these, these movies? These today. three were all, all first three watch. brand new watches for you. Which is funny because I had already seen all three of them. So oh damn. I, uh, yeah, uh, you had not seen them. Well, the next uh, next week, the movies we're going to watch you, you haven't seen, right? Uh, the Frankenhooker. Sorority slime ball, yeah, yeah, Bolorama. Those, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got we got two weeks back to back where one of us Ooh, has watched them all and one cool. of us hasn't. Uh, so yeah, we do watch we watched Cowboys and Aliens, which, which is, is fucking stacked to the brim with A class talent. Yeah, and like I, when I initially heard about this movie when it first came out, I hadn't I I did not think that it was gonna be a good movie. I thought this movie was just like a cash grab action movie. Uh, something to draw people into theaters, you know. Um, it did. That's where I saw it. I went to the theaters. I mean, it, yeah, it worked for a lot of people. But I was just like, nah, this is not going to be fucking, this is not going to be good at all. Dude, let's go through this uh, fucking star-studded cast, though. We've got Daniel Craig, Harrison Ford, Olivia Wilde, Sam Rockwell, Adam Beach, Clancy Brown, Paul Dano, and Noah, not Noah Ringer, he's not a big name. But Paul Dano, Clancy Brown, yeah, everybody. What's dude, the one dude? Uh, Walton Brim, dude. Walton Goggins. And Walton Goggins, yeah, yeah. he didn't even listen in here, and he's hilarious. One of the best funny or funniest characters in the movie. I always know that uh, when he comes on screen, I'm going to be entertained. Yeah, dude, I love. He works with Danny so McBride so well. But uh, yeah, we get Clancy Brown. You know that is right. Uh, he played the doctor in the film. Oh, that yeah, gets yeah. killed in the beach or not in the beach in the uh, ship scene. Yeah. The, uh, the first death. The preacher, basically, yeah, the preacher. Yeah. Well, he's he does a the voice for and he does the voice for uh, Mr. Krabs, Mr. Krabs, and yeah. he's also and John dies at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's is. my favorite role of his. But yeah, so your first impressions, man, you enjoyed it. It wasn't the uh, oh, cash yeah, grab man. that you thought it would be. Yeah, and, and and when I first when we watched when we finished this movie, I definitely knew that I had uh, judged it unfairly. I kind of thought it was just going to be like a cheesy uh, one of those movies that just kind of. It's supposed to be a blockbuster, but it really didn't have much going on yeah. for it as far as substance go. But I really think this movie actually holds weight. You know what I mean? Like, it's got a good story going on. It tells a great story. It has um, really fun characters. The concept of aliens and cowboys being at ends with each other is just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, it's it's fun idea to throw out there and then snowball around. And what they ended up with was really good. Because, of course, when you have... There's a, there's an air of uh, preparedness to modern day set uh, alien movies because yeah. people have seen aliens yeah. in movies and TV shows before. You take it back to the cowboy times; they don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> well, and and no exactly clue. in the film, uh, for most of the movie, they refer to them as demons. Yeah, they don't know what they are, so they think it's biblical. Mm. They say it's demons. They and they never like they never once use the word alien. Never. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, not towards they the end don't. Of the film they didn't. No, no, never, never once. Because they don't know what the fucking alien is. Yes, yeah, just demons. I don't know how that word even came to existence, but right, it did, and we use it now. Blaming on the government. But uh, 
Yeah, Daniel Craig is our main character. He's like a uh, outlaw who was abducted by aliens and then dropped back on Earth. He escaped. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. He escaped. I slashed one of them in the face. Uh, he's got amnesia up. from a head injury yep. early on in the movie. No memory, and he's got some sweet, sweet alien gear on his wrist. Yeah, he's got some swag on his arm. That can blast a big down old gun and blow people's faces off. Um, but yeah, man, this movie is just exactly like almost exactly what you would want from a movie called Cowboys and Aliens, Cowboys versus Aliens, because like you get that, you get the story well, it's of Cowboys and Aliens. Is it Cowboys and Aliens? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Cowboys and Aliens. Either way, uh, you get the story of the outlaw kind of trying to redeem himself, I guess, in a way. Right. Um, you get the redemption of one of the characters you see early on that gets abducted by the aliens. Uh, the sh- like Harrison Ford's character's son. Who they're like the yeah, richest? They're like the rich people in town. Yeah, they run this whole town of absolution. It's and uh, he's kind of a dick at the beginning of the movie, and then when like he gets abducted, he I guess he gets that appreciation for other people that he didn't yeah, have. Yeah, Harrison before. Ford's the one that has the character change, and then Daniel Craig's just the badass of the film, trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck's going on. Oh, but uh, he's got some alien ties as well that he figures out. You know, that yeah. he didn't have uh, with one of his girlfriends that's come to tell them that the first aliens were just scouts you know they were coming to check out the planet the next aliens that come are going to be the ones that fuck the shit yeah so they go in and they're uh eventually at the end of the day are able to infiltrate the alien base and free all of their people which is always feel good stuff you know get everybody out yeah uh not uh we did get one death we got a sad death in this film we got a lot of deaths, yeah. but there, there was only one that was really about, like a char- one of yeah, our characters. One yeah, of our yeah. main characters died. Uh, what was his name? The character's name? It's the guy that played Kicking Wing. Yeah, yeah he Joe was Kicking Wing and Joe Dirt. Uh, he was like a son to. Uh, yeah, he was like a son to Harrison Ford. Uh, his the last words to uh, to him from Harrison Ford were, "I wish I always wish I had a son like you." Right. Uh, because, like we said, his son's kind of a douchebag, spoiled brat <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he passes out, and he goes. He goes to the, the great beyond. Yeah, but the aliens in this sad. film looked awesome too, man. Like the set design on it is really good. For as much as technology has changed um, since 2011, since 2011 when this movie came out, like everything looks very fantastic. And I, and I have to say, um. This was a big studio movie, right? Yeah, Universal and yeah. DreamWorks. Okay. So, huge studio. Huge. huge studio movie. Right, we're talking a budget of $163 million. Yes. yes. And it grossed, luckily, $174.8 million. So, it did I, make it back, plus a little bit more. I, I would say that this is the biggest budget that we watched today, but I know it's not. Because Super 8 is definitely hmm. just the train. Really? Super 8 is uh, way less. Wow. Uh, so, Cowboys and Aliens is 163 yeah. million. Super 8 is only 50 million. Okay, wow. That's J.J. Abrams knows how to save some money, okay, man. yeah. I mean, I feel him. But also, uh, uh, that train scene and the end scenes were really the only heavy. A lot of the other stuff just running around in town. But, yeah, uh, true. With the army. True. Stuff. Um, 
But yeah, I gave I gave Cowboys and Aliens a four out of five. Also, yeah, it's a fun so, time. Like that yeah, is a movie you're gonna put on and fucking oh, shit. cheese through and have yeah. a good time. Uh, Dark Skies is the only one today we watched. It's really not a good time movie. No, it's a scary movie. It's that's a scary. <laughs> that's a horror movie. One hundred. That's gonna fuck you up. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens is an action movie with like a little drama sci-fi going on and some horror elements. Well, obvi- like, some of it's a little scary. obviously there's sci-fi. I mean, it's yeah, aliens, yeah. but uh, I was thinking like you know. More along the lines of if alien movies was a genre and then they had subgenres, there's alien horror, alien, alien comedy, action, yeah. and then Super 8's an alien coming of age comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, you know, that's the perfect segue into Super 8. Uh, just, man, these kids. You told me whenever we started, when we, before we started watching this, that this was the best kid cast since uh, the, the Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. And. You were like, yeah, better than the It Kids. Yeah, definitely. Better than the Stranger Things Kids. And I agree 100%. The chemistry. It was so awesome. Yeah, everything. They vibrate through the screen with their their dialogue and the way they're so quick on each other. I've seen this movie literally nine times, I think. Yeah. I've watched it a lot. That's why I don't even have the Blu-ray for it anymore. I don't open the case to watch it. It was gone. (laughs) They, um, They look like friends on screen. Yeah. Like... It looks very natural, everything they do together. It's and just it, very it, it comes through to make this movie so well-rounded. Uh, and I think this is probably J.J. Abrams' best film, in my opinion. Uh, when it comes to terms of all around like Steven Spielbergness, which was a yeah. Steven Spielberg-produced movie. Because uh, you, know, you don't get this type of movie anymore. We, uh, you really with don't. It, but it is also mature. You know, little yeah. kids shouldn't, even though they are, they shouldn't be sitting down no. watching it. Yeah. But little kids group up and they watch the Goonies and they can see a group of kids doing this. You know, yeah. nine and 10, 11 year olds can watch this movie and see kids their age fighting a big alien and bonding, man. And uh, that's something I really appreciate about the film, you know, showcasing how these kids would in real life react to. Uh, the entire town having a secret weapon alien being let loose via a train wreck. Oh, yeah, man. And that train wreck scene is fucking crazy. It lasts a minute, too. Crazy. It's like 90 seconds of destruction. Everything's just blowing up and flying everywhere. Yeah, and the whole and thing is calm film. This is the, the funniest part about it is none of the kids got hurt. No. None of them. Not one kid. <laughs> and I'm like, if this happened in real life, at least one of those yeah. kids would have died. They should. They had to ride an expendable character, but they didn't. They didn't even. The, the guy who ran his truck onto the train track didn't yeah. even die. Well, that was uh, their science teacher at school. Yeah. Who was actually a little hands-on with this alien when it was being bred by the U.S. Uh, Army. still makes no it. sense. Right. That, that, that nobody, nobody died. Hurt. Yeah. Nobody the, if you if you ride your track head first into a train track into a train on a train track, going full speed. Yeah, I mean you're dead. He, you're fucking he dead. He survived because it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. That is the the, the literally but this the wouldn't only, be the Goonies movie. Yeah. You know, if one of them died. Yeah. You know, literally the only thing that I have that's the only thing I can pick. Yeah, at that's this a different movie. movie. That's a different um. Movie. But yeah, it, the the train scene looked amazing. All the explosions and whatnot. It was just great. Uh, these kids are making a movie. They're making a zombie movie. Yep, for a film festival. Which that's is coming up. just fun also. And it's great. Yeah, the, you know? the credits you get to watch their film, which is amazing. Because who hasn't, like, took their mom's camcorder 
and went out with their friends and made a low-budget movie. Or at least even thought about it, you know. <laughs> I mean, we used to do Jackass with my with my mom's camera. Uh, and they specifically tell you not to do yeah. Jackass. And, uh, well, I mean, our Jackass was like jumping off the trailer onto a trampoline. Yeah. Not really, not really super dangerous. I mean, it's dangerous, but like. So you should have jumped off the trampoline onto the trailer. Yeah, that would have been more dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I and I had a handy cam when I was in high school. I didn't really use it a lot, but uh, I used it for some school projects and stuff because I had a, a class uh, broadcast journalism class. Right. Yeah. So, so I used it for that, like shooting B roll and yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, I can, I can relate to these kids for sure. Cause, and, and even now we're, we're trying to, we're making a movie right now. Like we're shooting in a couple weeks. We are doing it. You know? Well, not in a couple weeks, but yeah, a couple it, weeks. It'll be, well, it's about a month. I mean, it's more, more than a month. Months is, is a couple still, weeks. That's more like a few weeks, <laughs> but we're splitting hairs. Um, yeah, everybody in this movie is just fantastic though. Everybody plays their part to the T, uh, the deputy, uh, his kid, all the kids, like I said, just fantastic actors. Uh, the adults aren't any slouches either, but the movie's all about the kids. So <laughs> yeah, it's about how they deal with it, and uh, they're the ones that were there. You know, they're kind of the Scooby Doo of this movie. You know, they're able to get to the bottom of it, and they saw the whole thing happen, and they want to figure it out. You know, yeah, and they they do come around to save the day because we end up getting a feel good ending. It turns out. This alien wasn't really here to destroy everything. It was just trying to get back home. You know? Yeah, man. This alien just builds a fucking spaceship out of, like, scrap metal from the town. Yeah, well, it uh, uses these... There's these cubes that came out that you yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. And they all floated onto the water tower at the end. Yeah. And they were able to make a ship out of the water tower. Yeah. And, and every, all the... Yeah, everybody's scrap metal. Downtown, yeah. yep. And uh, that's that made me feel E.T., uh, vibes from the movie. Yeah, I was man. Like, this is not a harmful The whole alien. thing, the whole thing is very E.T. meets the Goonies. And I mean, that's just Amblin's fucking trademark, right. really, you know? Uh, and this was Paramount and Amblin. Yeah. And Bad Robot. Man, so good. I just can't, I can't stop thinking about how good this movie is. Yeah, I was surprised you had never seen it. Yeah. I, I get some straight up horror scenes as well. With, I wrote it bus. off. I really did. I wrote it off because I was like, I don't want to watch a bunch of kids playing with fucking aliens. Wow. You must have not seen the that? trailer for it when it came out, man. <laughs> no. Because the trailer was like, oh, shit. I really didn't. And I and I was kind of over, like, epic movies at that time, too. Yeah. Like, big explosions and shit. I was just really... That was when I was going through my fucking shitty slashers only and, like, art house midnight movies right. and shit. Like, that was that phase of my life when that movie came out but like watching it today like i just it was insanely good super good five out of five yeah for sure. scale all day for sure. it's my favorite jj um, i don't i don't know too many i don't know like too many Sasha of his movies but like uh i know the quality of movie he's known to put out so uh and i knew he did the remasters of the phantasm movie the 4k remaster uh which I wish I could have saw that in theaters. Yeah, that would have been great. It would have been sick. They did like a super limited run, and I missed it. But yeah, those are what are, those are our alien movies we watched. Yeah, this we week. tried to watch some out of the box alien films. We not were, your typical. We were gonna watch Fire movies. in the Sky, but we ran out of time. We were kind of like yep. pushing it because we got some other stuff to do tonight. 
so we did that. We we cut all the, we cut that one out. But I do love that movie. Uh, you've never seen it, right? That was that was gonna be I've the seen one. the scene, the big scene uh, okay. at the end because yeah. it's you know it's all it's been shared on social media and stuff like that. But I've never actually watched the film there. That one is one that it, it's not it's not packed with star power. It's packed with the character actor power. Right, right. It has all those background characters as the lead, and like the secondary characters as the leads in yeah. the movie. So it's like uh, I think Robert Patrick's probably the biggest name in the movie for uh, Terminator Two. He played the bad robot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. I want to see more. Uh, cowboys versus blank. Movies. Yeah, that would be great. You know, it's a like, great setting for uh for things. So they just don't know what things are back then. You know, dude. Uh, that reminds me that that, that um, Gilmer del Toro and Issa Lopez are making a werewolf movie that is a western. I think I did see something. Yeah, about yeah. That. They yeah, announced it a yeah. few months ago, and I'm just like. Speaking of cowboys, I saw this today. Blazing Saddles got announced. Uh, reboot. What? But, but, get this. It's a kid's animation film where it's a dog. It's Samurai. It's called Blazing Samurais. Oh, okay. And Mel Brooks is one of the voice actors. He's got a top-tier voice acting list. Nice. And it's about a dog who becomes the new town samurai in a town full of cats. Okay. And it's all, it's supposed to be not a Blazing Saddles reboot, but it's all inspired by Blazing yeah. Saddles. It's the same story okay. but yeah. just applied to samurais i yeah. feel that and for kids <laughs> and mel brooks one of the voice actors in it i mean mel brooks wouldn't do it if it wasn't gonna be something at uh, least. he's like in his late 80s yeah. now i'm he'd sure he'd probably do just <laughs> yeah he's like, oh you want to get didn't your give role? A fuck. cool yeah. <laughs> um that's just and mel brooks is another uh i haven't watched a lot of his work i know of it what i know of it but history I history of the world part of one nope uh young, young frankenstein, frankenstein. nope Blazing Saddles. Nope. Parts of it. I've seen parts of that. Okay, one. well, that's an episode right yeah. there. I've seen parts of it, and I've seen bits and pieces of... Uh, I've seen clips from Spaceballs over the years. Oh, that's an episode. That's a quad yeah. That's a quad day coming up soon. Mm. Mel Brooks Day. <laughs> because uh, one of my favorites is the producers. The oh, yeah. original and the remake. Yeah. They're both really good. But yeah, Mel Brooks Sr. is amazing. Uh, Mel Brooks needs to do an Alien movie. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. He's probably going to die before he gets to do anything yeah, I guess else like Spaceballs that. Spaceballs is a technically an alien film. Uh, yeah, it is, technically. Yeah. Right. But uh, if you guys love alien movies, tell us some of your favorite alien movies, uh, some that you think we should check out if you think we may not have seen them. Uh, it's a fun category. I'd like to see an alien movie from the perspective of the alien. Yeah. Like where humans, humans land on their planet. Right. Oh. Or Wouldn't like, that be insane? A first-person hardcore Henry type movie of an alien coming nah, to fuck I don't up, want that. coming to fuck up Earth. I just I don't uh, I like first-person like as a shot, but I don't like it as a whole movie. I what movie? Hardcore Henry did it. I think I saw another movie like that too. But I enjoyed Hardcore Henry, man. I thought it was fun. I've never seen it, but I just I don't enjoy like yeah, but you the idea of first-person like being the whole thing, you know. I think you should check it out, man. You All might right. like it. Because the same thing you said this nine I'll years ago. I'll give it a ago, try. I'm willing to give it a try. Nine years ago, we would have had this conversation about cowboys and aliens. Yeah, maybe. So, don't let us have it ten years from now. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm up to watching anything. Right. So Yeah, Hardcore Henry's fun, man. I mean, it's like a Crank 2, you know. It reminds me of that kind of tenacity, veracity. Okay. But yeah. uh, well, Alien... Uh, 
hardcore action movies. Not like Independence Day action. Yeah. But like crank action. Yeah. With aliens. Now that's fun. Show me some right. grimy, slimy, hardcore balls to the wall action. So like, like Predator on crack, then. Dude, yeah. Basically, yeah. And I hate that the new Predator didn't land and take off like Dude, it was supposed to. People, um, people are so sour to the ideas of remakes and reboots that they won't even give a movie tra- I a try. I thought it was fun. Anymore. I had a good time with it. And especially when you're touching one of their precious little '80s action movies, yeah. they just they're gonna hate it all the way, anyways. Because right. the original <laughs> Well, Stallone wasn't in that. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger, no. but you know what I mean. Uh, Carl Weathers. Carl <laughs> Weathers go. is the best, man. World's best on-screen handshake. Let's just say, Carl Weathers, if you're listening, I know you're not, but <laughs> if you're listening, if you hear this somehow, I tried to take a picture of you at Mad Monster Party from a distance because I didn't have the money to meet you, but the guy was like, cut it out, brother. Don't yeah. do that. Don't take this picture. I got a little upset at first. But then I just, as I was walking off, I took a selfie with you in the background. And uh, sorry about that, brother. Uh, you're not hurting <laughs> his wallet, bro. No, definitely not. He's going to throw some ham bones in, in a pot and make a stew. Yeah, uh, ham bone stew, Carl Withers house, 10 o'clock. Yeah, man. I'm down for it. Uh, Is but that yeah. where we're going after this? We're going to Carl's? Yeah, we're going to Carl's. Call him up. Carl Jr. <laughs> yeah, Carl Jr.'s. Oh, <laughs> uh, shitty shit. Carl Weather Jr.'s. Okay, yeah, so like what we said earlier on in the episode, next week we're doing uh, like a sexy sleazy horror week, I guess. Um, it How many movies we watch is dependent on how uh, things go next week. We might be having a production meeting uh, for the movie. If we have the time, we're going to watch three movies but if not we'll only be watching two we're for sure going to be watching frankenhooker and, and sorority girls at the slime bowl bolorama with joe bob um we may also watch one of the vice academy movies is that sleazy yeah it's got linnea quigley is like the star okay so um i mean the possibilities are endless there's a whole bunch of oh no evil tunes was the other one that i wanted to throw on there okay we might do Evil Tunes instead of Vice Academy. T O O or T U N? T O O. Yeah. Evil Tunes. Evil Tunes. It's got David Carradine in it. Nice. He hangs himself in like the first five minutes of the movie. Doesn't he do that in real life and jerk off before he dies? Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> ah, that's funny. Isn't that wild foreshadowing? <laughs> yeah. that that's how he dies yeah. in that movie. And then he died like that in real life. Right. But he wasn't. But he wasn't jerking off in the movie. In the movie no. Yeah. He wished he was. Uh, Maybe that movie started. <laughs> maybe that movie started his. Uh, oh man! His auto asphyxiation. We're getting fetish. canceled for this episode. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we're kink shaming the dead. We're not kink shaming him. I don't judge him. Nah, we're not kink shaming. You can do that. That's cool. If you're man. in auto erotic asphyxiation, do it. Man. I don't care what you do. Just be careful. Not, be uh, safe. Uh, irresponsible. You know? Be safe when you do stuff like that. But uh, what if that movie started that? That would be wild. Be like, I doubt it, though. I got my dick hard on the set of Evil Tunes, and I had to, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to tie myself up. Man. Okay. Rest in peace. <laughs> so thank you all all for listening. Uh, thanks for all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, make sure you're following us on social media, interacting with our posts. Please, I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give us some likes, comments, whatever. Talk to us. Fucking algorithms, man. Yeah. They are fucking Share bullshit. Share our shit so that other people sees it. 
at Martell's Movie Madness on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> at Movie Madness 69 on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Trailer Trash God. And on Twitter at Martell the God. For that Patreon subscription, you go on to patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. Be the best three to six dollars you ever spent. Three to six. Yeah, that's that's all that nobody's gonna buy the upper tiers. <laughs> um Cagney, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on the internet at Cagney Larkin on the Facebook. Uh go on there and watch Welcome to Hell, a short film with puppets. It's really cool. It's got some characters from Martell's movie Madness, the movie part one, the beginning. Uh so it's gonna be all good, all fun. I'm on Instagram as Cagney likes this. I also posted the short film on there as well so you can watch it there too so give me a view on both platforms uh anything else you want to say ryan yeah i mean the short movie the short film is uh lots of fun it stars wazo the wizard yeah as Wazo god in there. he's playing god in that Got one his first uh groundbreaking cinematic uh, role yeah I'm, I'm proud of the way that turned out man I'm, I'm really happy with what what you did on that oh thanks man you did a good job glad. um our movie is going to be filming soon. It's going to be even we're, better. We're filming in, uh, at the end of September. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, hopefully everything goes well and we'll have it out on streaming platforms sometime early next year. We're going to try to fish it around to some uh, uh, festivals and yeah, fish, dis- fish, fish, distribution fish. companies you first. You a new mic stand too? No, that's the same mic stand. Oh, okay. Oh, it's the same mic stand I have? No, that's a different they one. They look similar. Yours is more lightweight than mine. Oh, right on. But, uh... Mine's more <laughs> aerodynamic. This is a conversation we should be having off air, but... Doesn't matter. Uh, they come to hear us, bro. It doesn't matter what we talk it. about. They love it, man. Let's just keep going. Go when we talk about random shit. Here's my vocal cords. I had a... Okay. So, since you guys want to hear some random shit, I had a Popeye's... <laughs> They're like, no! <laughs> I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich for the first time today. You're welcome. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a courtesy of Cagney. And, uh... Man, it was all right. It was, it was pretty, pretty good. Man. I'm pretty not going to lie. I think it was hot. I don't know if it's better than uh, the Cajun filet, but... Um, <laughs> Nothing beats the Cajun filet biscuit. It was bro. definitely pretty good. It was better than the KFC chicken sandwich. Well, yeah. Who goes to KFC? KFC is like the bottom of the barrel when Nobody it comes to chicken KFC, spots. Man. I do because I like the chicken little. I like to get it Nashville hot and just... Mm, <laughs> down on it <laughs> it looked like he was motorboating two then chicken again, sandwiches I, then again i get chicken wings from fucking gas stations all right so, so you're not very picky chicken i'll eat whatever the fuck yeah, i got ryan you know? will take what you got man throw us some house peanuts <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah like i said thank y'all for listening no no like i said thank y'all for listening and let's watch some fucking movies let's watch some fucking movies no i want to say it. let's watch some movies let's watch some fucking movies let's watch some movies let's watch some fucking movies please watch some movies with us god damn it <laughs> let's watch some fucking movies yeah wow.